This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go fuck yourself. Here we go again. It's that time. That's what it was. It's that time. It is. Ah, yes. Welcome back to another week, gents. Yes. Tinkling ice cubes. Yep. That's kind of what I do. Yeah. It's your signature. It's your signature move. I'm the tinkler. The ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> How was the week? It was good. It's great. Yeah. It's a wonderful week. It's uh, no planes crashed this week I don't that think we're aware so. of. Yeah, and, and and I'm not certain as to what the whole, uh, I don't know if that guy's is, I mean, he's not uh, alive, obviously, so we don't have to worry about him going through a trial, just a public uh, trial, uh, posthumously, I guess. There will be no guy. trial. There will be no trial. <laughs> there will be no closure. It, it's it's, it's bad. closed. It it's closed. It's, yeah. it's bad for the families. Well, it's a matter of time. You know, there's always going to be another tra- uh, plane crash at some point. It will. It will happen. And it will probably be predicted by us. Where do you think it's going to happen next? We've had, you know, so we've had our, we've had our run of Asian yeah. disasters, Asian-based disasters. We have a European one yeah. that happened. Do you think it might be happening on, uh, on U.S. soil? Next? I think it will be on U.S. soil next. Uh, I, I don't think there's any... Well... Shit, knock on wood. You know, it could actually be South America. I, that's always a prime candidate. You know, they're kind of shady down there. Uh, there's a lot of bribery going on. Do they have planes in South America? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Why are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good. Can you fly to Rio? Yes. Good. There are planes in South America. Or there might be by planes, so. Maybe we'll have... Well, see, those are the worst. Like, I'm not getting on a, a crop duster to... Or to, like... Argentina at any time. I can pro- I can promise you that it just isn't going to happen. Those 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 kind of planes always end in di- ultimate dis- disaster. And you're probably liable to get shot down there in South America. I mean, it's a, that's isn't that a tumultuous yeah. continent? It is certain parts. It is. I think it's it's more t- tumultuous uh, in the northern half of the South American continent. But I don't know. Uh, Argentina, you know, they they have they have their reasons for hating us. I'm I'm sure. So, well, yeah. I mean, they associate us with the British, and the British kicked the Falklands their ass and seriously kicked their ass. Actually, it's kind of a sore point even today, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I think uh, you know we're our, 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 we are grounded right now. We are so grounded. <laughs> I mean, okay, emotionally, <laughs> like quite literally grounded. Well, emotionally, I don't know, but. We are our feet are on the ground at this moment. We don't have to worry about a flight or a, a German or whatever. We just have to worry about people peering into the IB studios. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, I think what we can look forward to here on main mainland soil is um, yeah. like mass shootings. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, uh, school shootings, in particular. Yeah. Um, white people shooting black people. We can kind of count on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, white cops rather shooting black. People. Yeah, because I'm not going to shoot any, any no, black people. No, no I mean, do you that. even have a gun? No. Well, you're American, so you have a right to to bear I have a right arms. to bear arms. <laughs> but I think it's a waste of time. But 
killing black people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a really good. It's not much of a career path there. Yeah, there's very little upside on that. I think. Yeah. Owning but, a gun too. It usually ends in uh, people who own guns. They usually end up shooting or getting shot by their own guns, or their their kids pick up a gun and they shoot another. I mean, it just it, it seems like it defeats the whole purpose of owning the gun. Someone in your family gets killed. There's an there's an accident. It just never works that well. Yeah, it's dumb. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> I did see something this week that said that people that uh, own guns and it might be multiple guns are quicker to anger. No. And quicker to overreact to things. Statistically, yeah. Statistically. How is that possible? That makes sense. And that makes sense, actually. If you feel like you have some sense of invulnerability or, you know, this thing in your hand that you can decide life and death, you're probably going to be, you know, willing to take the extra step in, you know, getting your way on things. Is, so. is that, like, civilians versus yeah, police officers? Right. Yeah. I think that... If you have a gun, then you better be ready to shoot it. That's the thing. Is if you, if you got a gun for for any kind of protection, you should be willing to make that person pay the ultimate price. Who, for whatever reason it is, I guess if it's uh, life insurance, um, if it's uh, for you know because you got a lover and you, you want to get rid of this lover, you know. I'm just saying, they usually have it on Snapped, which is a very good show on Lifetime, by the way. <laughs> There's usually some type of thing that happens there with guns, and usually is about a, a crazy bee versus another crazy bee and a guy in the middle kind of thing. So just be, be ready to shoot that guy as soon as, soon as he leaves you. <laughs> that sounds like a country song. <laughs> Hey, but uh, welcome back to another week of the Innocuous Bastards. We are a podcast that address current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, all while under the influence. Hashtag allegedly, I am Amado. I am definitely under the influence, Mac. I am A-G. And uh, uh, talking about burning questions, we've got two burning question, well, well, two burning topics to talk about this uh, this week. Oh, things are getting heated in the uh, green room. Yeah, so <laughs> well, exactly. When we when we come back from break, we'll talk about because we are a Portland based podcast. We'll talk about the Portland food carts mm. uh, for a bit, and then much later on in the show, Ooh. much later on in the show, generic versus brand names, brand name products. Keep it here. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Um, let's talk food carts, gents. Yes, yeah, we are um, Portlanders, yeah. proud Portlanders. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sorry, that was that was pretty loud. And and it's actually, very proud. And it's loud and proud. Actually, neither one of us are from Portland. Let's just make that clear now. None of us is none of us are from Portland. I'm just from saying Portland, but but seven plus years in Oregon, in Portland yeah, makes you a native. Because well, nobody's from here. That's true. I have met a couple of people who are from here, <laughs> like it's originally. Rare. It, that is actually so rare, and it's but it's not as rare as I, I, I keep seeing good food carts going by the wayside. Which ones? Uh, Whiffies is, is certainly one. Well, we're talking about good food carts, though. I thought Whiffies was, was a good food cart. Whiffies Whiffies just closed uh, late yeah. recently. And that was one of the pioneers. It was one of the pioneers. It was yeah. among them, maybe like the first, first six... Right, uh, food cart pioneers here, here in Portland, well, but they recently closed. I, it was, I don't know, you know about that? That was it. Came along. There have been food trucks downtown for let me ages. Ba- let me back up. The pioneer, the the 
kind of the popularity of food carts, especially late yeah. night food carts. Late night food carts, and then right. uh, ones that were sort of very specialty carts, right. more uh, more along those lines. Because the ones downtown, it's like, oh, you go to a Thai place. Well, they have every Thai dish you can get at any restaurant. So it's right. very specialized. Right. But they kind of just did one thing. Yeah. yeah. They did the so. uh, the fried pies. And I think if you're in downtown Portland, I think you expect there to be some sort of food cart pods down there. Even if it's a food truck or a food cart in every city in America, major city in America, you're, you're probably going to see that anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the places that are like way outside of the, the downtown area. Those are slowly dying and becoming less prevalent and you don't hear about them as much. That you know, I think that the buzz is, is sort of dying out. And I think people are getting sick of having to go sit outside and go wait for some uh some of them that they can get indoors and sit down and enjoy. I think that the the brick and mortar will be making a comeback. In twenty twenty sixteen will be the year of the brick and mortar. I mean it took I mean, let's see here. For Whiffies at least I, th- I believe they opened in 2009 or, or something like that, or 2008 maybe. So it was, it, it still took them seven years, for instance, for that particular place. And I know to, that... Um, to finally die. To finally die. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I have heard of, for instance, good, the Good Food Here, Food Cart Pod. I think that closed uh, recently as well. No, that's still here? No. Okay. Still going. Is that the one on Belmont? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but you know, but uh, but there are, and, and there were of course some talks at one point for the the Twelfth and Hawthorne food cart pod to to close because of development, but that didn't that didn't happen. I think they got an extension for two years, um, but a stay of execution. Yeah, but but there are there are a couple of food carts that that did transition to brick and mortar uh, that we're that we're aware of. But what are you, what what are you seeing, Mac? Where, where are you seeing the do- the death? I guess. Where are you seeing them disappear from? Well, mainly in my mind. Uh, I think that the the entire idea of it, but also I don't I don't hear about it anymore. Something that that you hear about about Portland, the food carts, which was so prevalent a couple of years back, you don't hear that as part of the buzz. So when the buzz starts dying down, to me, the people are, are going to stop showing up. Well, what's weird though is that I mean, there's another there's a new food cart that opened up on Division Division and Twenty Eighth. I can't well, remember what it's called. Uh, it's called Tidbit. They're called it, Tidbit. They're idiots right? over there. And the one off of like hundred and something or other along Jesus uh, off of Foster. Five. Say what? Oh no, further out on Foster. Huh? Yeah, further out. Well, there's Cartlandia, which is down uh, down eighty second. That's not new. Cartlandia, yeah. okay, but it's new. I mean, like I don't think well, you know, people who are used to food carts. Probably don't really associate deep southeast, you know, in terms of finding food cart pods there. Well, it's, you know, food carts are meant to be neighborhood, you know, places that people go. You don't necessarily drive across town to go to a food cart. Some people do. But in think in terms of what Mac had said earlier, in terms of maybe the buzz dying down, do you think it might be like a lot of a lot of the Portlanders are desensitized to the buzz? I think so. I think there's something to that. And let me take a step back, I, I, just briefly. Step the fuck back. <laughs> step off, motherfucker. Uh, on the the deep the deep southeast and what it's known for, I'd say it's primarily known for hookers. Uh, so I don't think that business is going anywhere. I think that business is going to be Ooh, good. Man, a food cart for hookers. A hooker cart. A hooker, hooker cart. cart. Yeah. I, I would be all in on that. In fact, we we should probably patent Hook that cart. now. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> But uh, I think that um, I think that the people who are from out of town are going to get sick of it soon enough. Like they're getting sick of Portlandia. That show is terrible. It's really never been very good. And then you move on to 
the food carts itself, I think, will eventually it will shrink up like a snail as you pour salt on, you know, or a slug. <laughs> is it's 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 gonna it's, it's gonna shrink up, and eventually you're gonna be left with mostly stuff in the downtown area, which will never go away because there's a a clear demand for it. But how but how long are people gonna travel all across town to go to a food cart? But what I think what might happen the the natural transition, which makes sense to me, is going to a, a farmer's market and having kind of the, the the very best of the food carts at the farmer's markets. I can see that happening. So you're thinking it's just going to go to a once-a-week type of thing? Yeah, a couple times a week. And and maybe if it's a good enough farmer's market, you're, you're still going to have that cart there so people know that area in certain neighborhoods, which I certainly agree with, which certain neighborhoods might be better than others actually, actually trying to support it. But I just can't see going to a food cart all the time and and sort of supporting that business. To me, it's not a viable business model. I just don't see it and see how it is. It's not a viable business model uh, probably for, for a lot of them. I mean, like yeah. AG, you, what you said earlier, I mean, like, there's like a ton of Thai, Thai restaurant. I mean, Thai food. downtown and every food other cart sells yeah. euros. Yeah. And they're so, just, so there's nothing special. They're just, yeah, they're just generic. They're just yeah. there because they are a cart. but they're And they're they not, fill a need. Not really. You don't need six. You don't need six euro carts on one block. <laughs> no, but if the you know like six like, or tie carts. But no, but it's weird yeah. because I, I I do walk around the food cart pod there, pod there uh, periodically and and in each and every time and we're talking. I mean, this is spaced over weeks. It's busy during lunchtime. I mean, there's yeah. there's people there's people who do partake of, of the food cart offerings, and it doesn't matter whether there are three euro carts there. Each one has a customer. Yeah. At least a customer. But to go back to what you said earlier, Mac, in terms yeah. of it being a, a bad business model, yeah, it's probably not that sustainable. No, it's not. You know, and, and, and so that's where I see it. I think as soon as the buzz stops um, being, you know, it, it starts dying down. I guess you could say, then that's where you're going to see the level of business dying down, and therefore you're going to see those food carts start to, you know, the, the ones that aren't that great, the ones that are that there are too many of, they're going to go away. It's like popping balloons. Well, it's interesting that you said farmers market because, for instance, uh, there's a um, there's a cookie uh, place over here called Two Tarts Bakery Bakery that uh, that closed recently, and they're focusing on farmers markets now. Yeah. So but they um, were brick and mortar. They were brick and mortar, and so then they, they, and then they did farmers markets. So they're going a little more mobile now. Yeah, and and I think that a farmers market type of thing is much more viable in the long run. As far as, as long as you're not going to rely on it for to like you know set up the generations of whatever your name is, your surname Smiths, for generations are going to be relying on this food cart for, you know, to set up your family. But I think it's a good part-time gig, and I think I think that's all a food cart is in the long run in certain areas. It's just a part-time gig. I don't think you can make money off of it for the long term. See, I call bullshit on the farmer's market thing. Because, okay, a farmer's market, when are farmer's markets? I mean, yes, there's a few every week. I mean, there's It's during the summer. It's during the summer. Right. It's also, it is it is part-time. So how do you make well, money? Actually, they start in part-time? May. They start in May. They go to probably October almost. I mean, that's, that, that part's kind of not my point. It's I mean, yes, they, they kind of stop, for yeah. first of all. But it's like, if you're doing something part-time, well, I'm not going to fucking haul my cart around to work for four hours once a week, you know? That's what the whole thing about the pods is. They can, because there's a group of them, they have a built-in clientele. So they can be open seven days. They can be open five days a week. 
but a one day a week thing how do you make i mean how do you do that who wants to do that nobody well and and that's why i've always thought that the food carts were a, a more of a anomaly and not necessarily like an anomaly but something that's just sort of a oh this is kind of nice it's it's a luxury it's not something that people are willing to do on a, a long-term basis I don't see it. I think, it, it, again, it goes in with the summertime. How many uh, food cart pods you see people going to in the, the miserable winter? It just, just it just doesn't happen. There's no, there's not much of a draw, definitely, when yeah. the weather is crappy. Right. But a lot of them are covered now or have heated tents. that You can go and get your food and go inside. You can, some, you can have beer at some of these things. Yeah. I think the way you're seeing is the, the disappearance of, of food cart pods has more to do with development. That this the properties that they're on has become more valuable to a developer than it is to somebody trying to rent their parking lot to car owners. Absolutely. So if, if it was more, if they were going to make more money on the food car pod, it would stay, right? But that that ship has sailed. So they're so therefore they're going to make more money off the land. Exactly. So it's a broken business. It's a broken business model. So it's not a broken business model because it's a broken all, business all model. This is, it just means that food carts are going to have to move out a little further. It doesn't mean uh, that they're broken. So we keep moving further and further out, where people have less and less money as you, as you know you go along. Because and in that's the inner what city, carts are for. They're not for expensive meals. And the other thing about it's it too, like the down, like downtown in particular. Yeah, uh, there've been four probably mainstay restaurants, like you know, that have a long history in Portland, down, downtown Portland, that have closed uh, over the last two, two, three years because the food cart. I'm pretty sure uh, it was was food cart. Uh, was taking the business away from them. Like, who, like for instance, uh, I think there's one Chinese restaurant called Hunan. I remember back in the day, that was busy during that, lunchtime. That was the shit. You know, and then there was yeah. Red Coach. Remember Red Coach? That was yeah. busy as shit during lunchtime as well. Not the case, you know. It hadn't been the case for like the last four, five, six years, per, perhaps. And yeah. then they threw in the towel. Not, I'm not saying the you know, food carts were the only reason. Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm sure... You know, because they no longer had. You know, they had people had more choices now. They yeah, they have five choices for for falafels and, and gyros. <laughs> but there's still choice. You know, there's still a lot more choices than burgers or Chinese Chinese food. Yeah, and and I think that's kind of where it was before. Like in a couple years ago, or three or four years ago, you're in kind of like the wild west, literally the wild west of food cart dumb, and 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 everybody could just do this because it was kind of a cool thing. I think that cool has kind of jumped the shark, and I don't see that necessarily as as something. I think you're going to see. That's the reason why I think it's, it's not necessarily the death of all food carts, but I think of the food cart pod and the food cart culture and all these things that remember a few years ago it was all over the news and they had a show almost about it on the Food Network. It was this, and of course it's food truck. Yeah, but it's still kind of the same idea, right? Yeah, but I think those things are coming to an end. And, and and you're going to have more neighborhood centric. You're going to have a few pods here and there, but you're but you're but you're not going to see it on the Food Network anymore. Well, it's because it's become more. First of all, it's more like widely accepted to just go to carts, whereas before there was like, this break even point. It's like, well, how clean yeah. are food carts? And it's like, well, that's they sort of overcome some of these, you know, not superstitions, but just these things, objections that people may have, but. Um, I just I think that I don't think that this is broken. I, th- I mean, I, I know a lot of them do transition to successful ones into a brick and mortar, and that's probably the end goal. But that's what they always want. That's what I'm saying. It's like so. It clearly proves to me that the food cart itself is not a good business model. Well, in, it's in like a, an in a long term sense, right? And that's right. who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I mean, how long term 
I don't care if it's a cart. If it's good food and they move to a brick and mortar, okay, fine. I'll go there and get my food. But when you get this uh, preponderance of carts that are using, they're sort of like a business incubator. Yeah. Like, yeah. is this going to work? Does this menu work? Do people like it? Are they going to keep coming back? Boom. That, that yeah. so you're going to have this, there's turnover, but there's always going to be sort of a demand. But how many of those carts have actually turned into brick and mortar? A like, ton. I don't know about a ton. A ton. Okay, so name ten. Okay, brunch box, uh, tamale boy, nongs come on, um, lardo, lardo, started Wait, food cart. Yes, correct. Yeah, uh, we could keep yep. going on and on. Oh, we'll keep on going on and on. Well, I mean, you're putting me on the spot here. I have to have to think. Of some That's of what these. I'm telling you is that you can't name ten. I can't name the ten off the top of my head, but they're way more than ten. Ah, no, but but, but 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 Mac, I mean, it's ten the. You know the number to reach out of, doesn't really out, matter. I, I, I'm saying ten out of hundreds. Yeah, but okay. For instance, the six or eight Thai food carts on Ninth and Alder—they're not all going to want to be a restaurant. Their business Obviously. model is a food cart. Yes, and there's actually even a broken a, there, model. There are actually restaurants that all of us that that actually have put put up put together food carts because they want to extend their reach. Well, I.e., that's different. Case in point. But again, that's totally different. How is that different? You're saying that it's, it's a dead business reverse. model. It's completely the reverse. But you're saying it's a dead business model. But so why are restaurants looking at food carts to extend? Because this it's is another not, it's, it's it's another way of generating income. Tambayan, for instance, Tambayan restaurants, a Filipino restaurant yeah. on sixty fourth and Foster. They so, have a food well, truck. Yeah, they went from brick and mortar to, to, to and they're still they're, the right, brick and both. mortar is still still they're both. They're still up, but they wanted to, to increase the the reach and go, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me put let me put the food out there limited menu at a food truck at Tidbit. Actually, they're at Tidbit yep. on 20th right. and Division. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and, and I'm trying to remember, there was one other, one other, uh, one other restaurant that did that. Like they went, they went and they decided to go, let me, let me try to do, let me see what I can do with a food truck. Don Pedro did that. They went completely from brick and mortar. They, they canceled that out and went directly to the food. Oh, part. there's, yeah, there's <laughs> at least one example of that too. Uh, but I think the point is, you know, I, I, I acknowledge what you're saying, Mac, in terms of the buzz, uh, probably dying, but I think it might be a little myopic. You're, t- you're only talking about Portland. I mean, are you looking at every well, yes, freaking newspaper? No, but I'm just saying there's still there's still some sort of buzz I think out there outside of Portland, but for here in Portland I think it's become the norm the norm. So I mean that's why there's still hordes of people that 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 gravitate towards the food trucks for lunch. There's I still, just don't think that there is that buzz in general. Honestly, I think if you look nationwide, because I it's no really longer new, but it's no longer new. It's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's no longer exactly. new. It's, it's now no viable. New. So, but but it's a viable business model now. I it's disagree. Not, it, there's no buzz about indoor model. plumbing either. But it's fucking everywhere. <laughs> that's a viable business model right there. <laughs> what say you folks? I brought it back. Uh, do you think food carts are dying, or do you think it's it's here to stay? Um, what's your favorite food cart? We'd love to know. Actually, we don't, but you know, don't whatever really if you want to post. When we come back from break, we'll talk generic versus brand. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Welcome back from the break. Hope you made it a good one. But we did. Did. So, As a matter of fact. L- let's talk generic versus brand. Uh, <laughs> Mac was, uh, this was something that was bugging you, apparently for weeks. Uh, yes. Primarily because 
you have a favorite peanut butter or something like that? Well, I, I just think that if you look at, you know, Jif, Skippy, I think those are the two top brands. I think uh, there might have been a Peter Pan at some point on, on the line, which the, is... The original also. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just think that if you, if you look at those versus, for instance, the Kroger brand... There's not much difference, and I, in fact, I I even think that the the taste of the generic brand is better. So I think the less sugar in the generic brand actually makes it taste more like peanut butter versus the the other brands where it's it has a, it's a weird film in the mouth that it leaves. It's too sweet. Uh, so for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I would say that I would go with, and I'm just gonna and a late night uh, drunken scoop into one of those particular brands. Either way, if it's a taste test, I'm going with the uh, really so just generic in and of itself. Like, you're just like by itself, you're just that by just itself. tastes better. It tastes better to me. Yeah, except but, those God, those are like those things are so sweet. It is like you're eating peanut butter frosting. <laughs> you're talking about the Adams one. You need to get Adams. The wow. natural shit. That is the bomb. Peanut well, butter. you just said the the key word there, which is shit. I think Adams is disgusting. I don't want to taste pure peanut taste. I need some sugar in that. Yeah, I don't. Give me some sugar. I would say. See, no, I agree with I agree with Ag on this one. I like the fact that it's maybe because I mean you got the base peanut butter taste right, and then especially if you're gonna put jelly. Yeah. Do you really need all that sugar, like sugar from the peanut butter and sugar from the jelly? I don't want a savory peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and that's what savory. It will it will take over. It is savory. Peanut. You're wrong, sir. A peanut. A peanut butter without sugar, it just does not equal sweet to me at all. No. Yeah, it is not. It's not a dessert. What other food products uh, are, are we focused on in terms of generic versus brand? I think number one is Doritos. I mean, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no equivalent of those. You got to have a Doritos. If yeah. you're, you can you can try all you want. They're gonna taste maybe oh, they might taste okay. They're not gonna yeah. be like a Dorito. I no. think it's a meh is really what it comes down to. It's, 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 <laughs> it's just like, not that good. What percentage on the scale of Doritos is gonna be probably the best you're gonna get? It's like maybe about eighty five percent. I agree. It's even less even. I mean, and I think that and there's another there's all sorts of brands you can bring into the picture. I think soda is definitely one. I don't think soda. I don't think like I'm gonna take. Um, a Shasta soda, even, and that's probably the best of the generics. Is Shasta, it's right? It's it's good, but it's not a Coke. It's not a Coke. It's not Coke or Pepsi. It's not Coke or Pepsi. It just doesn't have that it factor. Which, if you're going to spend the money, and I'd rather spend a little bit more on something like that than than I would peanut butter or or you know drugs. I think I think we were talking about earlier in you know green room. We were talking about drugs. Like I think that for I for like ibuprofen. Or a leave. I'm going to get like the brand standard. I think on that. I think I prefer like a leave versus its counterpart. So a leave is just an approxin, right? And so I know that I could buy a cheaper version at Costco, and it's it's going to have the same damn effect. No, but you were saying that you wanted to that you would prefer a leave. You said that you buy a leave. I never said that. You did say that. Nope. You just did say There's that. There's absolutely no record of that. <laughs> There's no record of it, but you said it, yeah, damn it. I never said anything about a leave. You did well. I'm no, but I'm just no, because I buy I buy the I mean in fact if you go if you look in my medicine cabinet yeah. right now. Which we will. Yeah, which you will. <laughs> I buy I buy generic brand ibuprofen, for instance. Because ibuprofen is ibuprofen, right? Uh, I mean it's I, I mean if it, it's the same damn thing yeah. and the same damn dosage, why would you buy brand for that? I think Advil is better. 
<laughs> you know, here's here, this came up many years ago when somebody young was. When we were carrying, somebody young. Somebody I knew that had a, had a preference over had of actual Advil versus the generic. Right. But the difference was is that Advil was sugar coated. Oh. So it was See, more, it's better. more it, it's maybe better, better but it's also better. it was just like, well, do I need sugar coating? No, I Absolutely. Don't. I do. Yeah. I don't. What about like uh, electronics, for okay. instance? Like, you know, Sony, Panasonic, and then there's like. Uh, there's like Komatsu, which is a or tractor. Dynex. Di- <laughs> Dynex. I'm in this room right now. This That's guy, actually a good television, though. This guy. <laughs> I like his TV. Uh, it works okay. But I think if you get a, a, a lesser brand for electronics, I think you're going to pay. And that, that's what you're paying for, right? I think right? that's different. Because I think there's a lot more. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to fucking contradict myself. But I think there's a lot more expertise <laughs> to electronics in Asia. There's a lot more expertise involved there, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there's a yeah. lot more quality steps that are involved there. Like, if you know that you're get, you're paying, I don't know, like $20 for for a tablet versus like $600, there's something wrong there. Like, what so, what's missing from right. that tablet, for instance, right. you know? Um, but, I mean, I think that goes into, into medicine, it goes into food, it goes into toilet paper, it goes into... Uh, it, it, it goes into paper towels and tissue. It's like you're paying less. There's a reason for it, right? Right. Like if you if buy something it, is lesser there. Like if you buy the advertising paper, budget is what's less. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think yeah, I was reading about gen, gen, generic products earlier, and it is about advertising. A lot of it is about there's no push. There's no advertising push push for the generics, which is why they're able to sell it less. But if you buy generic toilet paper from Dollar Tree, you're going to fucking feel it. You're going to feel it on your fingers. Oh, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it on your fingers. You're going to feel it on your ass, too, by, you know, really, by the way, because it's like sandpaper, and it doesn't matter how large the roll is, because those generic ones are much larger. I mean, we talked about this before, the shrinking size of quality yeah, toilet paper. Yeah, I think that if you buy the cheaper stuff, you're going to get the bigger rolls, but it's going to be much thinner. And if it's much thinner, you're going to be like, getting more of it. If you're getting more of it, it's going to hurt Right. Over the long course, I just don't see that being a very good, a viable strategy. Have you have you guys seen a generic version of Pringles? Yeah, I have. Mm. I have seen the. I have seen it yeah, too. I've seen the generic I version. I don't think so. How? Yeah. I mean, and I've tried it. I've tried it. What did it, you think? It is even more disgusting than the original, and the what? original is not that good. So you get, but it's it's it for some, what it does is it provides like a, a weird film. On the tongue and inside your mouth, it's like it's gre- more greasy somehow. It's like they don't refine it. Down. They don't refine. It. <laughs> no, but it's not a good. It's it's not. It's, it's not, not a good. good film. It's not a good film. <laughs> it's not good at all. No, but I think that, and, and and I think that's where you look at even movies. You have you know you got your A listers, you got your B listers, and C, and you know so on and so forth. You know, who do you want to see? Who do? You, what do you want to pay for? Do you want to pay for? I, I don't necessarily believe it's all necessarily uh, com- uh, based on the marketing. I think there's. I think they, the quality is slightly better, but I think the, the human beings, our minds, are able to brand discern between. I think yeah, the the brand is just slightly better. It's not like the best ever that you've ever had, but I think if you buy a brand name, you're going to get better quality overall than the uh, ge- generic equivalent. I think there are certain things where brand definitely is better than generic. So, for instance, car, rental cars, right? So you go to Avis, Hertz, etc., any of the other brands. But if you go to somewhere and they go, 
AA rental car service, like, you know you're going to fucking get the shit. You know what I mean? And shit probably, service, shit products. They're probably Pakistani or They're Indian Pakistani or Puerto Rican. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be any, you know, like, I remember I remember when I lived in Puerto Rico, that was, that was like, the worst experience. Like, when I got a rental car from, like, uh, literally, I think it was AA rental car service. Double A. Double rental car service. Generic versus brand. Where do you personally stand, AG? Overall. Overall. Overall, I'm for generics. I'm, hmm. I'm more of a... I'd rather save a few dollars here and there than pay you know some big company's advertising budget for them because I just you know it's not that's not important to me. And as long as the you know if it's a drug, I want the active ingredient to be the same. If it's a food product, I want the quality to be there. Like one of the things I notice is planters, either peanuts or cashews, they're just better. They're just they're way they've done them the, the salt is more evenly distributed and the way that they're, they're roasted is just more better so if you get the Safeway brand it's okay but it's not the same so I'm kind of I go both ways it just depends on the product yeah it depends on the product depends on um, you know kind of where you stand on what, how much you want to spend on that product right mm-hmm. or that particular product yeah I, I mean I think we know where you stand Mac well, I think that I, I I would prefer the 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 brand name because I think overall the quality is better across the entire board. But I, I appreciate having the option of the generic uh, fact. I mean, I think it's good to have that option because it's not like it's so far removed. It's not like it's the worst thing you can ever have versus the best. I just think that if you're someone who appreciates the the subtleties and the the slight differences of things you're going to appreciate that brand name just a little bit more but it doesn't always necessarily translate like sometimes i think it backfires as in peanut butter definitely peanut butter chocolate i think it's another thing anything that's like Mm. supposed to be sweet right i think if you want to get the good sweet you're going to get the good sweet if you're going to like even ice cream you're not going to get you don't want generic ice cream you want you don't Tomac want muck ice cream. Right. You don't want generic high fructose ah, corn syrup. <laughs> you want brand name high fructose corn syrup. Exactly, because it's all in the mind anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if there are any brands out there that want to sponsor us, <laughs> we we're welcome. We we're welcome to that idea, of any, course. You know, any generic brand, generic brands as well. That's fine too. Yeah. And but uh, listeners, we'd love to hear your thoughts in, in terms of where you stand. Um, do you have a fa- favorite? generic product that you would like to to put out there or um or are you a brand person i would love to hear your thoughts and we and let us know also what you think about the uh what did we talk about earlier <laughs> <laughs> that thing that we did what are we, we talking about what did we talk about earlier who knows yeah <laughs> what the hell did we talk about <laughs> i forget what did we talk about oh, shit. oh food carts oh yeah god damn it and let so us know what you like, think about yeah. <laughs> yeah let us know what you think about food food carts as well the death of uh, or the endurance of we'd love to hear from you death of have a good week yeah.